The Tilted Land Shark Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet 50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everybody to the Tilted Land Shark Podcast. That's right, we are back. It's week three, wrapped up, finished. I'm with my boy here, Zach Avello. I'm one of your hosts, Chase, the Wolf of Oaklawn. Man, Zach, I feel like uh, we've got a little bit of strutting to do uh, after we, uh, uh, our picks from uh, week three. We did uh, just all right. We, um, well, let's just be honest, Chase. You kind of killed it this past weekend. Yeah, uh, I'm bad at complimenting myself, so I prefer to have you do it. Uh, Go for it. All right, let's talk about you then. (laughs) Let's talk about Chase's uh, winning weekend that he had, Um, and we won't talk about mine. Let's see, you went five and three. Mm -hmm. This is true. Pretty much hitting nearly everything on Saturday. Uh, Friday was kind of rough for both of us. And then, I mean, I'll go ahead and tell for both of us, then we hit both our locks and our dog um i think looking at that line movement for the madison indie game uh by the way our dogs was madison we got it at plus 450 right when the line opened because that was just too obvious yep friday night i was talking to my buddy in memphis friday night it was down to plus 175 so that line was moving very fast yes it's a good I thing think- that we jumped jumped on it at the time that we did because mm-hmm. that was the difference between pretty good hit and just a you know a meh kind of was still a good hit but a meh yeah aftertaste with it it was uh how was how was memphis how was did you buy the bar (laughs) juicy j style after we hit these these indie uh these uh madison and indie bets let me tell you uh memphis was a blast um still recovering honestly no it was uh saturday night we were down on beale street our first stop we went to ghost river brewery and uh had me a beer and couldn't watch the games, but I was keeping up with them. And for the longest time, that Madison game wasn't looking too hot. The over-under was, was closer than – dude, it was 7-3 at the end of the first quarter. We'll yeah. talk about the game, but it was a close one. And then I was sitting at Ghost River. I saw both of them hit. Got a little too excited. Went to uh, Jerry Lee Lewis's afterwards. Kept buying shots. Kept buying uh, malt liquor, of all things. Um. End of the night doing karaoke. Goodness gracious. How, Great balls of fire, Zach Avello. My Lord. So, thanks to the Madison Radicals, you got me up in front of an entire bar seeing Silk Sonic. So, uh, no, we had a good time. That was a great win. That felt very good. It recovered from uh, the rest of the losing I did for the whole weekend that we there won't talk go. about. There you go. Yeah, it was a it was a great weekend for us betting the AUDL. Hey, that's why you should be tuning in. That's why we are the best slash only, mm-hmm. only AUDL gambling uh, podcast out there. Uh, and we've got the hot tips for you, man. Uh, Wait, 
You, uh, I wouldn't say only, but let me tell you this. We are the only free That's a good resource. point. That's I came point. across an article with one best bet and a pay for subscription to get the rest of the bets. Yes, we are 100% free. We will give you all these bets each week free for each game. Uh, no not just our marquee. Attached. That's right. No, well, I mean, I, I, I'll attach some strings. I'm always down for a good quid, quid pro quo. <laughs> All right. Well, we are going to take a quick, really quick break, and we're going to come back and go ahead and hit the rundown for uh, all of our non-marquee matchups for last week. And uh, yeah, we'll be right back on the Tilted Lane Shark podcast brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Make sure to get down on the wins. Bet 50 to win $200 promotion where a $50 bet qualifies you for up to $200 in free bets. Plus, the WinBet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. And of course, don't forget to get involved in their same game parlays with the win zone, build your own bet feature. All users can receive a $20 free bet when they win, lose, or push a three plus leg build your own bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs. There's so much to choose from and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. Probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now, you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it out together. Stop what you are doing and download Sleeper now to play their new Over Under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right, join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Welcome back to the Tilted Landshark podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Man, there are a bunch of, our non-marquee games seem to kind of set up some of the other games, you know, that we were considering marquee games, you know, down the down the road. And I, I mm-hmm. say that speaking specifically of Montreal at Philly, Montreal gets the last minute win 18 17 philly gets the gets the cover that was one of my picks no big deal and i believe they went under here um kind of well under yeah kind of kind of set up what was going to happen with one of our marquee games montreal at dc the next day uh does montreal just not travel well you think dude i it's international travel man it's the uh, having across the border, I think, is a big deal. Boston last weekend traveled up north, very poor showing. And I wasn't, I was not wildly impressed with Montreal um, coming down to uh, Philadelphia and the show they put on. It was a close game. I, I think through the second half, I was like, 
this is going to end a one or two score game. Um, some names, I mean, it was some really good ultimate down the stretch. That final point, Phoenix, I don't know if they get a break or they got a turn on the offensive end to tie it back up at 17 and gave it to Pollard. He toes the end zone. They score tied at 17 with like eight seconds left. And then Montreal's like, hey, we're a huck happy team. Let's just uh, finish the game how we like to play and buzzer beater. Um, I think it was the first buzzer beater to win the game for the season, I believe. Yeah, it was an absolute heartbreaker for Philly. Uh, I really, mm-hmm. I kind of feel like Philly might be the the team to keep an eye on uh, going forward because I, I think they've got a little bit more uh, than than you know what the record shows. I, I what they've won one so far, and it was versus the Boston Glory in Week One. Then they, you know, no, they lost that one by one. Oh, that's right, that's right. Uh, they yeah, are zero and three, but. The most important thing about Philadelphia for us, they're, they're three and zero against That's the spread. Right. That's so we'll right. We'll keep an eye on them. They're playing I, tough. I like the way they're playing. They're more impressive than Boston. They still have to uh, go up and play Ottawa and Toronto, who I think they can challenge very well. I won't. I won't count out their season yet. They're not DC. They're not uh, New York, but they're as an zero and three team. It's like Detroit last year in football. Detroit Lions. They were what. 0-6 with some of the unluckiest losses you yeah. could think of. Yeah. Philly's the same way. I think they'll they'll get there soon. I do, yeah. I, I do think they're they're due for a breakthrough. I'll have to keep an mm-hmm. eye on who who's on the roster because if they have a lot of the players that were that showed up to play for that Friday game, then they're gonna win some games uh going yeah. forward. They've got uh I mean, not only was it, you know, a close game, but I mean, the weather was also a little bit rough. It wasn't wasn't exactly perfect. It was a little bit windy. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, keeping an eye. Uh, moving on. Let's see. We had – I had the, the take that maybe Dallas, like, sneaks up on Austin and, and you know, kind of – now it's their turn to win one because they're rivals and that's this is what they do. Well, I was yeah. really wrong because Austin <laughs> handled business. Uh, they win 24-17. Uh, and then that this is another one that kind of sets the plate for uh, another one of our marquee games because we had our eyes on uh, Minnesota and Dallas the next day. But yeah, it looks like Big Brother handled business on who appears to be Little Brother this season. It Dallas. used to never be that way. It was Dallas dominating the rivalry for the first few seasons. They were both programs, and then it flipped last year. I didn't think it was going to be this lopsided this year. But yeah, Austin has their number. Granted, it's, those are the only teams they've only played each other twice to start the season. So I want to see Austin match up against, um, I think their next matchup will be against Atlanta, which will be a fun game to break down this upcoming Thursday, Friday. But yeah, a little disappointed in Dallas. It's They have some top-level talent and Malachek, Thomas Slack. It's just, it drops off after that. And not a lot of recognizable players if you've ever watched Dallas in the past they've had superstars on their team but that's not the case anymore I I don't know what to make of this loss and a little bit of it is playing against your rival sometimes they just know you a little bit better than anyone else you might play and hell two of their first three games have been against uh have been against said rival uh you know Mm -hmm. uh, going against uh, Austin so you know, don't don't necessarily know what to what to make of it going forward. I'll be interested to see how they look whenever they're not going against like uh, Minnesota, the likes of the, which we will get into that game, and then also uh, mm-hmm. you know into Austin again. So, moving on, uh, our darlings in the West, the Salt Lake Shred. Uh, how you say? Uh, put it on, 
the old Cascades of Seattle. Yeah, it was uh, it was lopsided. There was a lot of scoring too. It seems like the West Coast is where the where all the scoring be at. Well, I've got a new front runner for MVP this year, easily okay. Jordan Kerr, who is turning out to be a monster for Salt Lake. Six goals, six assists, which is not a typical stat line for a great player. So he kind of uh, put up a really good, call it a career night, still early on this year. But yeah, that, that team is just so deep. Um, Selfage and Garrett Martin. Seattle coming, traveling with a very young team again. We knew they would struggle, but to this extent, I did not see that. I've got to look back and see how many points per game Salt Lake has been putting up so far because it's not just their offense. It's the defensive end. When they get a turnover, they're going to probably convert at a very high clip. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's going to be interesting to see how many points per game they're putting up. And also, I mean – Dear Lord, I'm looking at what they did against uh, against Seattle, and they completed 76% of their hucks. They were 13 for mm-hmm. 17. Um, they didn't convert just a ton of their breaks. I mean, they got 35%, but that's because they were 12 of 34 in their break opportunities. <laughs> they had 34 break opportunities in this game. Uh, yeah. Dude, look out. Forcing I feel like this a lot of turnovers. Yeah, I, I think we've got – We've definitely got the answer to who is the the new uh, franchise on the rise here because it's it's Salt Lake. Mm-hmm. This this is the one that you have to you have to pay attention to. Moving on to a to the established teams uh, from the uh, from the West Coast, we had L.A. taking on San Diego. I thought L.A. could maybe pull something up out against San Diego. I'm learning that my faith in L.A. is probably a little bit greater than their talent apparently right now because <laughs> uh, San Diego takes them down 22 to 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, San Diego, before all these new teams popped up, that was kind of our, you know, kind of a team that we thought could could probably. Yeah. Even you know, with the teams but... popping up, I yeah. thought San Diego's was going to be the team. Um, it's just the talent gap is tremendous between these two teams. I'd really shocked to see San Diego win by five, really. Dallas or LA, only two forced turnovers out of the 20 that San Diego has. So if you want to make an offensive work, you've got to cause some turnovers. So it seems like San Diego, even though they had 20 turnovers in all, only two of them forced by LA, they kind of had their way with them. Um, Travis Dunn had five goals, five assists. Just, you know, I talked about Kerr, six and six. A five and five game is still very impressive. So their top level talent is pulling through for them. Um, Just want to see them go up against like Colorado or Portland and see what they can do against them. Oh yeah. Hey, I'm really, really interested to see what some of these like more established teams look like whenever Mm -hmm. they play, whenever they play against some of these new shooters that have just been absolutely tearing it up. Yeah. We had San Diego uh, had to cover a four and a half point spread. I decided that that was just a little bit too much and I was wrong because they won it by five. I also want the under both. Yeah, I went with the under here, and that that was not what I was looking for either. Uh, <laughs> I assure you, there were a lot of winners. We're not liars when we're telling. Well, no, players. there are winners. Um, also, overs was the theme for this year or this weekend. Seems a lot like of overs. Weather seemed pretty good for the most part in most uh, stadiums. So, if you bet under, there's only two games that you probably won. So, that's uh, that was a big theme. Yeah, it looks like. We had seven games go over uh, in this mm-hmm. one. One of them, 
by the hair of its chinny chin chin. But we are moving on, and we're going to take a look at okay, Tampa at Carolina. I was really interested in taking Tampa, what plus seven and a half, I think. And yeah, di- didn't end up doing it, and I'm kicking myself for not taking that shot now. Um, I think that's going to be the the thing this season is just huge spreads with Tampa and and covering, which I'm pretty certain you've already said before, and now I'm just ripping you off, uh, which I'm I'm okay with. Uh, if anyone's new to the show, that was a unique thought by me, <laughs> and uh, don't believe what this guy's about to tell you. Yeah, well, we also thought betting unders with Tampa was going to be the uh, play too, but yeah, not so much. Ava, uh, 17, pulled up 17, which is more than I expected. Flyers getting 24 is about where I thought they would be. Um, again, another case of being outclassed Carolina with their high efficient offense, 11 turnovers and all out of, you know, the, every game, these teams throw 250 to 300 passes every game. Sit, imagine, just- going to the park and throwing the disc and only throwing 10 turnovers. Now I have defenders at full speed and these guys are only right. turning it over 10. It's highly impressive stuff. Um, I, you know, going in Carolina was going to win. We knew that it's just a matter of can Tampa cover that big spread and they were able to do it. Uh, if they yeah. can do it against Carolina and you get similar numbers against like Austin and Atlanta, that's not going to be a bad bet. Oh yeah. I'll jump all over it. It's, it's one of those teams that I'm going to keep be keeping my eye on my eye on for the rest of the season. And anytime they get a huge number, I'm probably more prone to jump on it. Now moving mm-hmm. on, we had New York versus Boston in a one of two, I believe cover bowl uh, 2022s for the AUDL because we had New York had yet to cover and Boston who had yet to cover. And I actually made New York minus three and a half my lock here. And man, did I just barely get that? Cause uh, New York actually gets the win and gets the cover. There we go. Boom. Gets the cover, uh, 23-19, New York beats Boston. A rare cover. Uh, I think that's a their rare first, cover, time, yeah. first time covering since uh, betting on the ADL was a legal thing. Um, but yeah, they only gave him three and a half points against a not-so-great Boston team. Um, yeah. Both both offenses played very well. Uh, I, I'm going to have to do like a – you know, I know this guy pretty well. Plug him. John Lithio of the New York Empire scoring, uh, I think, eight, seven goals this game. He now leads Woo. the league in 15 goals. Um, I read the a little article right by the, there. Yeah, he's a, a club teammate of mine. Um, I read a little article, and it was kind of insulting when I read it. It was uh, like the top players from this past weekend, and John Lithio was highlighted. But the opening line was he has the luxury of playing next to a bunch of MVPs and all AEDL players. Like, yeah, that's not how you start off by giving a man respect. Don't right. don't bring that up because then you just like, oh, he should be able to do this. No, he's uh, going on a tear. I love his style of play offensively. He's a big guy. Big guy who people, you know, oh, I don't want him going deep on me. Great. Then he's just going to take 20, 30 yards under and make it easy for his throwers to get him to disc. Very versatile player. Right. Also a damn good basketball player. Helps when you're tall, right? Uh, but yeah, yeah it's... absolutely. As a short person, I can attest to this fact. Yes. <laughs> um, and on the flip side, I called this this past Thursday, having Orion Cable back for Boston was going to be huge. He ended up with seven goals for Boston, but again, was not enough to, uh, outlast new york 
Yeah, it's. I mean, it ended up being a pretty good game. I I kind of thought that they would they would cover easy, you know, easier. Uh, just with how uh you know Boston looked, uh, especially in that game against Ottawa. But then again, what I'm what am I learning this week, which is maybe traveling across that you know imaginary line between the two nations is is, is a little bit more taxing than than I initially mm-hmm. thought. So, you know learning things getting an education it's still early right yeah we're only finding, a quarter of the way through the season that's right we're on the cutting edge finding trends is what's happening we're like uh what we do? you know uh what is it uh i'm trying to think of the uh we're like bto i think is that the name of that analytics company that uh or is it bdo i can't remember it's Which it one? sounds like an underwear brand but also like a analytics like you know accounting and analytics firm mm. that's always on during like golf tournaments they advertise it you know, people who know choose BDO. Yeah. People who know choose the Tilted Land Shark podcast for the <laughs> flat ball wagering advice. A long <laughs> way. It took, it took me a while to get back to that point hey, that I was working on. But yes, that's how you work the thinking process right there. That's how I juice my mind grapes, folks. All right. <laughs> we are moving on and we are looking at our last non marquee game. Uh, and uh, somehow I didn't, you know, update this and Zach and I's shows, for, uh, you know, uh, uh, our show outline. So I will once again uh, pronounce the the name of the team as I have it spelled: Ottawa versus uh, Toronto. Um, Toronto, uh, just outside Alex- a suburb, just outside of Toronto. Yeah, and listen, uh, I, I, next time I come to you talking mustaches as an angle and wagering uh, in you know the AUDL, uh, do not pay attention to me because the the very much out mustached. Uh, Toronto Nato, uh actually takes down takes down Ottawa the very mustache Ottawa 29-26 yeah I never really got into this game um both teams to me are kind of boring I'm sorry about that your Ottawa outlaws there yeah but yeah. again I think I said this Toronto last year against Ottawa they played each other four times Toronto was three and one so I think Toronto's only three wins last year were against this Ottawa team. So they do have their number. Should have seen that come in. Um, if I remember going through the stat line correctly, I think this game was really dependent on end of quarter possessions. Uh, and I hark on this every week, more on the AEDL strategy side than it is an AEDL gambling side. Sure. But those final possessions, whether you're playing defense and keeping them from scoring at the end of the quarter or you're playing offense and getting that point, it's kind of like a, a free break that you kind of get a big leg up. So if you're, you score right before the end of the quarter and you start the next quarter off with the disc and score again, that's a two-point yeah. swing right there. And I think that's how this game was decided. Um, seemed pretty back and forth for the most part. Yeah, I I had no other angle really than the mustaches here. Um and it let me down. It let me down. Uh what's really sad is I just needed one more point out of Ottawa just to get a push here. Um mm-hmm. and uh we lost by 3, which oh, you know, Ottawa was the favorite. Ah, ah, yeah. never mind. We had I a take dog win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see a what rare were they dog win. What were they oh, Toronto plus 180 on the money line. I believe is this one of the mm-hmm. ones that you parlayed? Yeah, I, probably, I oh. thought we were going to go ahead and breeze right over that. You hey guys, sly dog, that's right. Here. We're not flawless here. Yeah, I, I tacked that onto the uh, DC money line, and uh, that also did not hit. Um, that was one yeah. of my other losses. But, you know, it all was made up here in one of our other marquee games that we have. 
Oh, yes. Yes. We more than made up for it in one specific game, which we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will most definitely be talking about that game. Um, God, Hammer City right there. Uh, we will be right back <laughs> with more Tilted Land Shark on the Sports Game League Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all of the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're using streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. Welcome back. Now, it's time for us to to wrap up what we had as our marquee games here on the Tilted Land Shark. And uh, one game very specifically we had a, a big interest in uh, because we were all over this money line. We we're also all over a total. We'll get into that because first we have to talk about Montreal in the second leg of the head-to-head taking mm-hmm. on DC at DC. And DC pummels, absolutely pummels. Montreal here. Yeah. Uh the the Royale was not was without cheese at this point because DC <sighs> took it. They took it from him. And uh man, I'll tell you what, it has never felt better to uh wager uh with xenophobia as a as an angle because that's what I did taking my my American DC breeze that's against the Montreal. You didn't um, bet against the xenophobia, you betted on America. That's, that's right. That's, that's yeah. the angle you got to take. Potato, there. potato, sure. But uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's the that's how we'll choose to look at it. But uh, yeah, uh, and I'll tell you what. I I think just playing as tough of a game the night before as they did against Philly really took it out of Montreal because mm-hmm. for one, uh, there were plays where I just had to ask, 
where's Jasui head? Where's your head? I, I think that was French. I don't know. Probably. I think you Google that one. Yeah, probably. I don't like to Google the things I get wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, they, uh, they dropped a pull. They were just all sorts of mental mm-hmm. mistakes. Um, and DC just, I mean, they jumped up on them like six, nothing. It was just break yeah. after break to start. That's and then after that, it was number one. Yeah, it was easy sailing and just plenty of time for Bill and I, the science guy, to provide some uh, some commentary on the sideline if you got to watch yeah. this one. He made an appearance. For those who don't know, Bill and I played some uh, Ultimate in college. He's, uh, he's Bill and I, the disc guy. Yeah, I did not know, but uh, based on what he was saying, I was like, yeah, that checks out. That Everything mm-hmm. here uh, really tracks with what I know about Bill and I, the science guy. So I feel it like just- him... Him, yeah, he probably was big, big into it. What do you think? What, it, it, it goes to show you that anyone could be an athlete, man. Anyone the science guy. Do you think he's? Do you think he's a, a deep threat? Do you think he's more of a handle? I feel like he's a I handle, think, and he's putting his, you know, his science guy. I to think use. he's a defensive player. I think he played in the cup. He was the uh, energizer bunny that could never stop running. If I had to make a guess, okay, scrappy <laughs> defender. He seems. He seems like that sort of dude. He's got, yeah. and when he said it, I was like, yeah, you have big, uh, older guy that I used to play with energy. So this makes sense. Cause it's like <laughs> all the older guys were like all like engineers and thing, you know, shit like yeah. that. So yeah, it makes sense. Um, yeah, I, I was on DC, um, uh, my whole, uh, loving America angle were. pays mm-hmm. off. Uh, yeah, you, you, there you go. Easy one. Just... Not, a, not only did you jump on the, the back to back, but you jumped on, you know, a, the canadians coming south yeah. so go ahead take I'm, your victory lap i'm also this dc team i mean one disappointed in montreal that was that was just a bad show and bad start they never recovered but dc through two games i think only 22 turnovers again they're highly like even in their loss against new york their offense played pretty darn well just new york took advantage of some of the turnovers yeah this is a team i think they come back around and play new york it's going to be at New York this time, so they got to travel. That that's going to be a uh, close game. Maybe the Lions sees this two and a half points because New York won by three the last time around. But yeah, this Montreal off or DC offense is pretty legit, um, highly efficient, and yeah, looking forward to see what they can do against New York. Already, I'm like looking ahead six, seven yeah. weeks. I'm trying to catch up. I'm also trying to temper my expectations because I did think that DC was capable of doing this, but I, I also want to temper my expectations mm-hmm. for next week so that if I see just a, a monster DC line, that I don't really just kind of take the bait there uh, that that the book is giving me, saying that you know based off of that strong performance off of a really tired Montreal team and just like a you know a team that didn't really look like it was it was there to win. But let's talk let's talk about the, the pick. The oh-so-big game when it comes to our betting interests. We were all over Madison at Indy. Madison gets the 23-22 victory to cover the great big money line. Dog, we got mm-hmm. it, plus, I want to say plus 470, plus 450, somewhere around plus there. Plus 450, yeah. Yeah, plus 450. We get the – we just barely get the uh, the over there too, which we were, we were mm-hmm. all over. And, uh, man – I don't I'm interested to hear what you think about this game because I've got some 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 takes here. Yeah, I I watched it and Indy looked good starting off. Indy looked real good. Their offense was flowing, their hucks were hitting. I mean, when you play inside a dome, they should be. But holding Madison, who is, you know, a 
high level team. They're a very historic team. Also, this is probably one of the oldest rivalries there are in the uh, young AEDL. It was league. getting chippy out there for a bit. It was uh, a good buddy of mine, Carter, and the guy he was defending was going at it. Um, that was the other thing. I was watching the end of that game, and obviously, well, I was watching the highlights yesterday, going back through the game. And, you know, I wanted Madison to win, pull the over. Obviously, they did all that. But I'm watching the game yesterday. This happened Saturday night. I was watching the game on the Sunday, drive home from Memphis. And, yeah, towards the end, um, Indy looked kind of tired, but they were still up one, I, I believe, and they had the disc. They turned it over. Um, Carter gets a layout. My a good friend of mine, Carter, plays for Indianapolis. He gets a layout. D. They call a foul, look kind of like, are you sure that was a foul? They get the disc back. He lets go of the disc. They call a stall. Also kind of controversial. He had it for like maybe five, six seconds, not seven seconds. Um, and that's when Carter and this other guy started getting chippy with each other, uh, which right. is fun, you know, well, a little bit of bickering. You know, you definitely like off the field don't want to still have that attitude. But, you know, on the field, energy is yeah. high. Stress levels are high. Yeah. Might as let's it's more exciting. I, I would rather see my my uh professional players that I'm wagering on be a little bit chippy and a little bit into it as opposed to just be mm-hmm. really supportive of each other. That's gonna drive me crazy. Um yeah, it's here's my take on this game. And I you'll have to fill me in on what maybe if there are any like first half and second half lines uh for for these games because I if they offer first half lines. I will take Indy at Indy all day. Mm-hmm. And if they are, you know, mm-hmm. if they, they, you know, if I can take a second half line, then I'm all over whoever the, the opposing team is. Cause, against. Yeah. Cause this is my, my theory of what happens is that you have these teams who play outdoors. They come inside to play in Indy and it takes you a little bit to realize that literally no throw is off the table that you can throw mm-hmm. anything from any part of the field and you know it, it you don't have something that's automatically eliminated like you do when you you know you're working your force to force into the wind or you're working your you know yeah. it, i think it blows people's minds knowing that all of a sudden you can just get hit with like a half field hammer you know with, with pinpoint precision or you can get hit with like a 30 yard scuba that someone just mm-hmm. like puts right on their man and then once you kind of snap to and realize how to play against it you're good again yeah, and I mean, for people coming in, it's like you got to get a feel for the speed of the game, right? When you're playing outside, the disc kind of floats a little bit. You don't have every throw. But once you get a feel for the speed of the game, how the disc is flying, you can start calibrating and be like, all right, some of these throws we do have. Um, your defensive end, you start to like lock in on, you know, maybe you got to tighten up a little bit and you can't sag off. Uh, Madison threw some zone at them, which – if you're betting over, you do not want to see a team play zone defense, kind of like the Atlanta Hustle is known for low-scoring games because of their zone. It's, it slows right. the game down. Right. Madison came out in the zone um, to slow them down, and then offensively they kind of got the feel for the speed of the game and started taking it to them. But, yeah, that's completely right. I think that's a good point. I've never got to play inside that dome, but it, it takes a minute to be like, all right, some of the stuff we are able to do, um, you yeah. get confident with it. Yeah, it, it seems like let just tell your handle. I don't know. It's like when they have a boxer, you know, in in the corner and he's getting roughed up, and you, finally he just, you know, his 
manager comes out to him and his trainer's like, listen, just let your hands go. Just throw them hands. Like, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Is you're, These teams traveling in just need to throw those hands and throw some haymakers. Like, because Indy's going to do it because they're fucking used to it. Like, that's just how yeah. they play at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. We uh, we were all over this over, and man, we we barely got that. But the most important part was hit, hitting the money line there. Uh, that was that was big. Uh, as Zach has pointed out, uh, it's very rare that you get these sort of you know money line mm-hmm. dogs that you can can exploit. And luckily, we we got on it early. So one last marquee game: it's Minnesota at Dallas. Dallas on the second leg of their head to head after taking uh, or sorry of their back to back with uh, after taking on uh, Austin, Minnesota flies in and uh, they ended up winning by six. I, I thought this might be a pretty easy cover uh, for Minnesota uh, ended up being a pretty easy cover for Minnesota. Dallas just kind of, kind of looked drained a little bit. I'd be interested to hear what your take on this game was. Yeah, it it seems like some of this uh back to back stuff on maybe this week I'll have to like go into the uh trenches and figure out what's going on in these back to back spots because these teams are starting to look exhausted. Um I think we talked about this in episode one. It's like when you travel, I mean for Dallas it's a three hour drive, but you've just played ultimate the night before. Yeah. And a lot of lactic acid. A lot of building up in the lactic acid. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, Minnesota's coming in fresh. They probably flew into Dallas Friday night, got to hang out, go to the zoo downtown, and they'll loosen up, hang out before Dallas can even come home. So I, that has a big deal with it. And again, I think talent-wise, Dallas just doesn't have it anymore. Minnesota outclassed them on the talent end, played very good ultimate. This was very well under the total. The total was sitting at 38 and a half. It ended at 34. Um, I don't know what the weather was like, but yeah, it's this traveling aspect or back-to-back games, even if Dallas didn't travel much, these back-to-back games are starting to hit teams pretty hard. Uh, so it's going to be something to keep an eye on. Yeah. It, it really seems like we, we found the niche that you need to kind of, kind of focus in on. And, and a lot of it is travel. Uh, that, that seems mm-hmm. to be what, what we've picked up on, especially paying a lot of attention to travel across the Canadian border. Uh, and then, you know, like I said, with this one going into it, I'm always going to bet the other team after a team, you know, after a team gets done facing their rival. So seeing Dallas yeah. play Austin, it seemed pretty natural that, that uh, Minnesota was, was ripe for the cover there, you know, especially catching them with the, the second game of a back-to-back, but yeah, that's, that is it. Those are our three marquee games for the week. We're going to be back later in the week uh, when we get, we're waiting until we get the spreads like we did this week. Yeah. Makes it a little more interesting, a little more fun. Makes it more uh, fun. We get tout because yeah. I guarantee we're going to give you guys winners. Yeah. Listen, come tune in each week uh, when we tell you how great we are. That's our plan. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but uh, we'll be here talking about uh, week four, what we got coming up. You know, maybe there's some even more must winny games. I don't know. I haven't looked at the mm-hmm. schedule yet. Uh, Zach, where can the folks find you on? social yeah uh twitter z underscore avello is where you can find me the miami heat are still in the uh nba playoffs so if you don't care for a little uh basketball action too i'm uh always talking about the miami heat retweeting and getting active on that the heat tweet i i don't listen if you have a problem with this heat tweet then you can get out all right handle the heat just get out of the twitter that's right 
Uh, okay, uh, you can always find me always being abrasive on Twitter at of Oakland. That's O F Oakland. Please follow the show also at the Tilted Pod uh, on Twitter. Uh, you got yeah. any questions, suggestions, anything else? Just add us, DM us, one of those things, and uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, make sure your question makes it to the show. So, uh, Zach, any parting words? We'll see you guys uh, Friday morning. Yeah, that's right. That's about when it will get released. Look at this guy. Mm-hmm. Look at this guy on top of the marketing. Love it. All right. That is it for us. We will see you next time on the Tilted Land Shark podcast when we have pre, you know, picks and plays for week four of the AUDL. And as always, hammer or you're nothing. <laughs>